toes. Wait, wait, what? No, no way. Yeah, yep, yep, it's, it says toes. Toes. This is super gross. Why would we do an episode on toes? I don't know, Chris, but I hate it. I hate it. Toes. Man, you know, I'm upset that we have to do this. I know, like, who are the Helens to make us do this? <laughs> this <It> sucks. sucks. <gasps> oh, 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 hey. Oh, it sucks because, because pe people suck. On toes, yeah. <laughs> oh. Toes. Trick or treat, smell my feet, then tell me what you think of my tootsies, you kinky kinks. Because this week we're taking a ten-digit dive into the extensions of our souls here at the Review To the review universe, everyone. I'm Chris. I'm Steve. And this is a podcast about two Rule 34 following men who have been hired to review everything in the universe. Is that the one where if it exists, there's porn of it on the internet? Yes. I'm glad you knew that. I I don't know a lot of things, but I know the weird ones. I so guess. what? So what would? So yes. Yeah, so Rule 34 is an is a thing online where if it exists, there's porn of it. Um. Before we jump into that, I guess this is a podcast where Steve and I've been hired, <laughs> where Steve and I've been hired to review everything in the universe. Um, and uh, yeah, we are stuck in this room together, and we are sent things to review, and we don't have a choice That's on true. whether to review it or not. That's true. Uh, I have a, I have a question, mm -hmm. um, and this is this is a, a sincere question. Rule thirty four. Mm -hmm. Like, what list is this from? What do you mean? Because, I mean, that rule 34 implies there are at least 33 other rules. Oh, right. That's a good question, actually. Um, do you and want me to look it up? are there any other notable ones? <laughs> right. I, I honestly have no idea, but I'm thinking it's from the uh, the the Sexy Time um, extravaganza list. This, excuse me. The Sexy Time extravaganza list. Yeah. <clears throat> Number one, really always have fun with sex. Okay. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Wipe it before you swipe it. <laughs> like 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 a credit card with dust on it when the mag stripe doesn't yes, work? Yes, exactly. Okay. okay. Got to well, do that. Well, um, well, we have uh, 32 more. Keep going. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> if it looks red, put it to bed. <laughs> okay. That's that's good, too. What's Not all of them rhyme. Just these two did. Oh, really? Uh, uh, that's yeah. disappointing. But okay. I what's know. number four? Number four. Shove it down. It has no place in the bedroom. <laughs> Shove it down. It has no place in the bedroom. Yeah, they're That's... talking about like you know bad uh, like uh... like eating too fast. No, <laughs> no, th because rule number eighty nine is if there's food in the bedroom, eat it as fast as you can. Yeah, yeah. play some snood in the bedroom. Snood, ooh, snood. That was a fun game. Yep, it was a weird one. But if you have food, you do have to bring play the old web browser game snood. Mm. Yeah, that's 89. Um, I don't know, man. I don't make them up. I'm just reading them off for you. No, no, but uh, yeah, from the... And that one also did rhyme. They brought back the rhyming later. Just, just yeah, for 89 and yeah. beyond. Yeah, right. which uh, 89 to 109 are all rhymes. Yeah, well, I, I would like to hear all of them, please. Well, I'll, I'll recite them to you for your bedtime story tonight. Hey, oh, cool. Speaking of bedtime stories, um, <laughs> Steve, you've been a little sick lately, haven't you? That's true. Are you feeling okay today? 
sort of. <laughs> okay. He extended his arm out like he was going to like brush my face and then pointed at me. He said sort of. Um, it was just a sore throat though, right? Like no flu symptoms or anything. Oh, nothing. No, because, no. Uh, you know, I, you stopped talk. We live in the same room together, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, and you're an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> So, so you you never got you never get your flu shot. No, if that's uh, <laughs> if you want to force that <laughs> lore onto my character, but, but, but uh, only because vaccines killed your your parents. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, giant lore. anthropomorphic vaccines uh, murdered my parents Just in the back alley. With big muscly arms and AK forty sevens. I'm I'm a regular vaccine Batman. That's for sure. <laughs> Vaxman. Vaxman? That's yeah, pretty good. Right, why not? So vaccines kill Batman's parents, so he's <laughs> so this Vaxman is like an anti vaxxer whose entire <laughs> existence is to try to stop uh, yeah. uh people from being vaccinated. That but also fighting crime. So it's like right. his, the only like real negative trait about him is that he's an anti Is it <laughs> I would assume it's vaccine related crime or is it all just uh Oh yeah, people who, um he's just he just stands at a Walgreens and like with one hand on his hip and one arm extended in a stop motion saying, "Don't." don't. Yeah. Don't do it. I'm Vax man. That's it. That's right. I'm Christian Bale. This oh, is, Christian Bale's doing it? I, I think so. Do you think he would sign on for that? I feel no. like that's more of a like Kirk Cameron thing to sign on for. Ooh, wow. Kirk Cameron would for sure be Vax Man, right? I think so. Is he? Uh, I know he's like real uh, religiousy. Or uh, hey, here this is in the news. Chris Pratt. That's right. He is like super religious all of a sudden. Well, he always has been, right? I feel like it's been much like more pronounced. Your actually projected girlfriend Jean taught me this what? that he's super religious. Yes, he is. He he kind of talks about it a lot. And there was this whole thing recently where the church that he said he goes to um, is famously anti LGBTQ, mm-hmm. and like Ellen Page called him out for being and, like, yeah. and and then like Chris Pratt had a response, but didn't address any of it yeah he was like they've always been open for to me when i went through a divorce which is not a christian thing right yeah that's basically supported me it's like right but you're not a gay guy (laughs) and you're you're not bringing up the anti-lgbtq thing yeah but uh to dodge that bullet guy from jurassic park new ones world jurassic world i haven't seen them uh really none of them well there's only two of them but yes they're all right i've seen none of both they are just fine okay uh wait uh real quick yes because uh, Chris Pratt is also Lego Movie guy, right? Yes. How was Lego Movie Two? I thought it was good. I have not seen it yet. Um, which it, it's not as good as the first one, but it's yeah. still pretty good. They have a lot of a surprising amount of songs in it. Oh, like it's like more of a musical than the first one. Oh. Um, but yeah, it was very good, and I suggest everyone sees it. Does uh, it's, it's spoilies? Does Will Ferrell make a return? Do you want me to say? Yes. Yes, he does. I would think he would. He was such a main He has, player. like, two lines. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> President <laughs> but, business. Yep. Um, yeah, he literally, like, shows up in the first, like, two minutes and leaves. He's like, I'm going <laughs> golfing! And, like, leaves. <laughs> Spoilers. That's kind of funny. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, uh, I just wanted to... Last week, we had an episode uh, entitled mm-hmm. Love. Okay. Oh, yeah. And uh, we reviewed uh, The Fault in Our Stars and some chocolates and also uh, a song by the band Heart called What About Love. What about love? Yes. And this uh, segment hasn't made made an appearance in a while because no one's bothered to correct me on anything. Mm. But it's Chris's wrong corner is making a triumphant return. Well, to be fair, you just never acknowledge my corrections. (laughs) Yes. uh, Well, I just sweep them under the rug with all the other pieces of paper with your corrections on them. Yep. (laughs) And my hopes and dreams lists. True that. Um, to heaven. My mother, of all people, um, was the one who brought this to our attention. So I just want to say right off the bat, 
when we get these reviews, we get them right off the top up the top like through the tubes right so we don't have yeah. time to do quote-unquote research and look up any basic information unquote. i would just say research, research. Yeah. and we don't have any time to look up any basic information so basically what were we spouted out about heart last week was me frantically looking at wikipedia while we were recording oh and i got a lot of things wrong <laughs> okay <laughs> the main thing was that we both are uh, well, you kind of backed me up here, but I said Grace Slick and Mickey Thomas were the co-lead vocalists of Heart. I just assumed you were. Yeah, right. that could not be more wrong. They oh. were the they were the co-lead vocalists of Starship, and they oh. did provided backup vocals on that song. What about oh. love? Was Heidi pissed? I mean, yeah, but also it, we, we should have known Grace Slick wasn't part of Heart. Heart is two sisters, the Wilson sisters. Oh. Um, Ann Wilson does the vocals, and Nancy Wilson does lead guitar, acoustic guitar, background vocals, and also some lead vocals. Um, and then they have three dudes. So what we said last week, we were like, is it two dudes, or is it two women, or how many? You know, we couldn't tell. <laughs> who, yeah, like, that's yeah. the 80s fault, though, not ours. Uh, yep, definitely. We couldn't have just... if I So I was on like the Wikipedia for the song. Mm. If I had just read one word more... <laughs> I would have found that out. It says Grace Slick and Mickey Thomas, co-lead vocalists. And then it says right after that of Starship at the time. (laughs) So that's a little bit my fault, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Literally the next. next Yeah. And my favorite thing is also last week. We had this as our clip on Instagram. Did we? Well, no, of of you saying, what about love? But then you didn't know the words. I was like, they're right in front of you. (laughs) So it just kind of, it's just like this running theme of you last week, not reading your computer all the way. I was in a bit of a headspace. I was really, really horny to watch A Fault in Our Stars. So I think that's (laughs) what the problem was. What? You were horny to watch the cancer movie? (laughs) Ooh, speaking of horny. Well, that was convenient. Here is our uh, review for the week. Oh, that looks like a, a W2. What? What? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It looks like more like W O O. I'm just. I'm impressed with the. They, it seems like the Helens have started typing things out on forms instead right. of just lists now. You didn't make a lot of money last in year. In triplicate. Boy, oh boy. It was only for half a year. Um, more like W O O. Did you hear my joke earlier? No. It was really good. More like woo. Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah. So you might have heard it up top. We're a little bewildered by this one. It, the theme is toes. Yeah. The well, theme I don't know is what you're asking me. toes. Is. But why? I, because I think, um, like maybe, do you think it'll be something cool? Like we can get like a pedicure because that would be nice to be pampered. I would love to be pampered. Yeah. Oh, we should, we should request an episode called pampered and we can wear pampers. (laughs) Wear diapers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, how, how would you test it? Would we have to shit in it? Oh, or do you think, or do you think piddles would do? Whatever happens naturally first. Well, I mean, most of the but time... But one, you have to two. Most of the time... Right. Well, I was going to say, most of the time, when you're twoing, one comes out, right? Is it supposed to? What? What? Most of the time, when you're poo-poo, <laughs> the piddles come out, too. <laughs> right? That's right. Okay, I'm just making sure. <laughs> poo-poo and the piddles. Uh, oh, God. Is <laughs> that a, a kid show? What's a band? It's a band? Poo-poo and the piddles, dropping stuff out our butts. Poo-poo and the piddles, also making pee-pees. So, oh, they're singing their self-titled song. Poo-poo and the Piddles. Right. <laughs> Colin, what we do. It reminds me of, <laughs> did you ever hear of the Aquabats? No, is this real? Yeah, it's like a, um, it's like a 
silly band, but they had their own show like on Nickelodeon for a while called the Aquabats Super Show, if I'm okay. not mistaken. The only thing that I know about them is that their first album was called Return of the Aquabats. So that's funny. That I, that, I like that a lot. <laughs> right? Pretty <laughs> good. It is good. Um, wait, so uh, what are we doing today? Um, well, it says toes. And the first one is looks like a n- nursery rhyme. Okay. But it says, don't review the nursery rhyme, rank it. Oh, okay. So what I'm assuming they mean by that is... We're going to take the five little piggies from the nursery rhyme, this little piggy. Okay. And we're going to rank them. Okay. On the best to the worst, or sorry, worst, no, best to the worst, do you think? Well, yeah, well, let's hear what they all have to do and what they well, have to yes. say, and then we rank them, yeah. But but are we ranking best to worst or worst? Let's do worst to worst best. Worst to best, okay. yeah. So if you don't know, there's a nursery rhyme called This Little Piggy. And normally it is involving um, little, little kid toes. Toes. So like you're yeah. touching the toes, and God, this is so creepy. <laughs> we're doing this feet. <laughs> that we have to do this shit. Well, at least we're not playing it. <laughs> yes. Uh, come over here, though. Nope. Mm, worth a try. Pretty comfortable on my side. Okay, but I just want to wiggle your toes. I know that's what you're trying to do. But basically, it's parents taking a little kid's foot and like wiggling each toe, and each of these lines has a different toe. So we start off with, this little piggy went to market. That's the big toe. Okay. This little piggy stayed home is the long toe. That's usually bigger than your big toe. Not usually. No? It's 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 a, one of those genetic things. Mine is not. Mine is definitely oh. <laughs> way bigger. No, yeah. That's like a... That's, that's a, weird. It's like one of the like attached earlobes. Right. Like the longer second toe. Don't they have a, a name for it? Plant... Not planters. No, that's a wart. Plant, plantar fasciitis? No. That's that's, a, that's cramps. <laughs> oh, what? Really? That's no, like a, sort of like infected muscle tissue in your foot that gives you cramps. Um, Hammer toe might be what you're thinking, but that's oh, also... Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, no, I'm thinking of MC Hammer. Oh. I do that a lot. Me too. Um... This little piggy went to roast beef is the middle toe. Have you ever heard MC Hammer's foot wrap called You Can't Toach This? Uh, yes, I have. It's really good. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and then uh, and then I'm my other favorite one of his... Oh, no, I was thinking Vanilla Ice. Having a Roni. What? Have you ever heard of a Vanilla Ice song called Having a Roni? No. I forget who explained this to me. It's kind of <laughs> fucked up. Okay. But the song goes once, twice, having a Roni. Um, and I thought it was like Sounds pepperoni. Like Exactly. Uh, it couldn't be more different from pasta. Uh, uh, roni refers to tenderoni, which is a slang term for virgin. Oh. Yep. <laughs> so Rob that's... Van Winkle. What you doing? <laughs> is that his name? Yeah. Rob Van Winkle? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I am, I'm going like 92% sure on that. Because he does like home improvement oh, shows. I thought you were now. about to say you were rating it 92 out of 100. Absolutely like, what the not. fuck? Absolutely not. No, no, no. I'm like 92% sure that that's his real Rob name. Rob Van he Winkle? Does, um, he does like home improvement shows now. He's actually really, mean? really good at it. I thought that show went off the air. It may have, but there was one where it's called like... Home improvement? Ice goes on. No, 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 no. Like... <sighs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no. <laughs> You just got that? Yes, I did. But uh, there's one where he's like lives on an arm, on, like an Amish homestead for a while. It's um, called like Rob goes Amish or Ice goes Amish, something like that. Was it on like uh, Investigation Discovery or some? Like, yeah, shit? one of those. I actually watched it on Netflix. It's actually really good. Really? Yeah. He learns a lot from the Ams. Does, did he have any Ronies when he was there? I couldn't say for sure. <laughs> they didn't air any of it. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um. So, oh, by the way, we do need to have a review scale for the episode. Sure. Well, let's finish the poem first because we okay. stopped after two. Well, yes, you you stopped to talk about uh, <laughs> MC Hammer. Well, no, oh yeah, you're right. And that got me into virgins. Um, 
Okay, so Jesus Christ. Big Toe, this little piggy went to market. This little piggy stayed home as the long toe. This little piggy had roast beef as the middle toe. This little piggy had none is the ring toe. And this little piggy cried, wee, 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 all the way home is the pinky toe. And then you traditionally tickle the bottom of the foot at that line as well. Yeah. So, um, what, what, wait, what was I saying? Oh, review scale. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, we have to review everything out of 100 blanks. What mm-hmm. are you sure you do this one about? Toasters. Toaster ovens. What does that have to do with toe? Oh, toe. Yeah. Brave little toasters. Brave little toasters. Yeah. yeah. Brave boys. Uh, I like Brave Little Toasters. Okay. Brave Boys. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever watched that movie? Not in a The long Brave Little Toaster? Time. It's so good. I, I remember it because it was like not Disney, but a cartoon. So like. It is Disney though. Are you sure? Yeah. I looked this up the other day. Like Brave Why? Little Toaster original was Disney yeah. because someone had said they couldn't find it online anywhere, like mm. on Amazon. And I looked and you can't. Like the original movie's not on Amazon. Is it in the Disney vault or whatever they call it? I don't fucking know. That shit always made me cry as a kid. What, what's it about? Brave little toaster. I mean, a toaster. Um, it's like a toaster and an electric blanket and a vacuum and a radio, and it's like pre Toy Story, a lamp. Uh, yeah, and they like they like are going on an adventure for some reason. I can't remember why, but it's basically them trying to get through. It's like they go through the wilderness and they end up in a junkyard and like mm. all this shit. But I One remember it's a little horrifying, sad, scary, like eighties, like. Yeah. animation <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean everyone remembers the phil hartman air conditioner remember was he yeah he was oh. an air conditioner and he, he like freaked out and like exploded it's like the most terrifying scene does he did he dies yes he, he in the, the movie yes he like freaks out and has like a malfunction he goes it's my function this he talks real? about yeah and he like blows himself out and like dies oh god yeah it's fucked up I love Phil Hartman. I know. Um, well, and also John Lovitz is the radio. Oh, I love John Lovitz. Yeah. So you it's should... basically 92 SNL in a Disney movie. Uh, yeah, you should see it. It's I, good. Well, maybe I maybe can. we can put it up the tube. <laughs> okay. Make it about breakfast. Have we done that? We have not done that yet. Breakfast? Oh, yeah. Well, we might have like a frozen breakfast food one coming up because we already did frozen dinners and Lunchables. But we still might have to toast through them. Ooh, to strudel times. Right, I feel like we're stalling. Okay. Um, <laughs> so let's rank we're these um, these little piggies. Waffle yep. goes in a toaster. Oh, God. Look at us. We blew it. Yeah. Or we did it. What? Here we go. Okay. This little piggy. Okay. We got to rank them from so worst have, to best. So, so let's. We have went to market. Stayed home. Roast beef. Uh, roast beef. None. none. And wee wee wee. wee, wee. wee. Yes. Home. Um, let's go with you say your least. I'll say my least. And we go up with that as well. All right. Um, let me see. Um, think about it. Okay. I'll say my least since you don't know. The, the wee 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 guy, I think. is Your least favorite is wee wee wee? Yeah. Why? Because why, why is he crying? Like, why is he? Because he's the smallest. Oh, but like, why is he? But still, why is he crying like all the way home? And where where was he coming from? Well, I think or to she... my guess, he or she uh, didn't have roast beef, mm-hmm. just like the one who had none did. Mm-hmm. But um, they worked at the grocery store, uh, and ri- they ran out of, of roast beef. No, and that's w- why they. <sighs> Have none. So okay. So I'm guessing your <laughs> least favorite is the guy who had none. Yes, actually. Okay. <laughs> yeah, my least favorite is this little piggy had none. Yeah, he's my. It's the bo- most boring one. Everyone else has like a a personality in some way. What about the one who stayed home? 
Yeah, exactly. These inform their personalities. Like, the piggy went to market is a busybody. The one who stayed home is a homebody. The one who had roast beef loves eating. The one who had none doesn't love eating. I don't know. There doesn't explain it. And the other one's a crybaby. But but the one who had none has no personality so far. And I I am waiting to see. I think it's going to be easier for you to rank your five and then me to rank my five. Why? Because I just do. Okay. (laughs) So my least favorite is the one who had none. Okay. Um, I'm going to go for my number four slot, the one who stayed home. Okay. Um, Because a little boring, you know. Um, I think I'm the type of person who would stay home as well. But a lot of times you got to go out and do stuff, man. Otherwise, you're just going to be a sad little fat boy at home. See, in my head... In your SpongeBob blanket. Big big boy went to market to uh-huh. like go grocery shopping. Yeah. And then number two stayed home to like prep for dinner. Okay. Like teamwork. Okay. That's fair. Um I look at it as being lazy. Okay. It doesn't say stayed home and prepped for dinner. It <laughs> says know, stayed it, home. It doesn't really float around. <laughs> this little piggy went to market. This little piggy stayed home and prepped for dinner. <laughs> This little piggy had roast beef Which straight off the table and the, and from the dinner ruined prep. His, ruined his dinner because yeah. he ate it too too soon before dinner. Um, okay, then my third slot, probably the one who went to market. Okay. Um, pretty cool. You know, we're, we're getting into the upper, like the positive end of things. Mm. Um, and I like someone who takes initiative. You know, it's the caretaker of the house. So they're, they're the one going to the store and getting all the food for everybody. Um, the... Number two slot, I'm giving to the little piggy who cried wee 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 all the way home. Um, It's a bit of a baby, but you can, I feel like, picture this one the clearest in your head, you know? Sure. Um, And, you know, we've all cried. We've all cried. We've all cried wee 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 all the way home at one point. And I feel like this is very, oh, yeah, you were a manly boy. No, I just, I don't have tear ducts. Really? Yeah. What, What happens when you, like, so... If you were to, like, cry normally, what happens? Blood. Blood comes out of your eyes? Face. Whole face. Wow. That's what. That's why you were in that uh, psychiatric hospital for the exorcists. Yep, for blood faces. Yeah. That's what we call each other. Blood faces? Blood faces. Everyone there is a blood face? We have meetings. Like, uh, like it's like um, get-togethers. What What's kind of the, snacks do they have at these meetings? What's that? What kind of snacks do they have at these meetings? Coincidentally, roast beef. Okay. Um, Just, like, plain roast beef? A lot of olive spreads. Okay. Like yeah, tapenades. Bar. No, not even. No, no, sorry. No, when I say spread, I mean like an olive bar. Uh, oh, so like just different of types olives. of olives yeah. with, that are stuffed with things? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, garlic, blue cheese, that kind of thing. Yep. Um, yep. And um, my number one slot goes to this beef. little piggy head roast beef. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> sorry for interrupting your olive story. Are you? I was just so incredibly bored. Oh. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, 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 but yeah, come on. The number one had to be the motherfucker who's just sitting and eating this roast beef, which is a little fucked up if you think about it, but at least they're not eating bacon. Oh. Yeah, because then that would be this little piggy is a cannibal. Yeah. This little piggy ate his neighbor. <laughs> like, that's what the roast beef one is. Right. Is, uh, do you think pigs live next to other pigs? Cows. Roast oh. Beef is cows. Oh, like, I'm the just neighbor is the like, cow. Like, yeah, like, I don't know, this like farm community of... of right. Uh, like, hey, Rick, the <laughs> cow. Community. I, sorry, I ate your brother. Who's but... on the neighborhood watch? A hawk? 
Ooh, uh, hawk, owl, dog, owl for sure. Yeah, dog and um, owl is the farm obvious. penguin. Farm penguin. It's a thing. It is. No, you fucking wish, I Steve do. the penguin. Oh, I can't wait for that. <laughs> We've talked about it so many times. Um, yeah. Okay. So then, I guess I'll do mine. Uh, okay. I'm gonna start with um, little guy. Okay. Wee 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 is your least favorite. Least favorite. Okay. Followed by why? Um, why is he? Why is he your least favorite? We already talked about this. That he's just kind of like crying the whole time. Like, why? What are you so upset about? Like, you're going home. <laughs> so he needs to grow up. He needs to grow up. A little okay. Bit. Um, is he? Uh, um, uh, I think I'm also going to do none. Um, none is your fourth is slot. Sec- yeah, and I feel a little. I do feel bad the guy but also maybe it's like maybe he had none because he was a misbehaving kid wow and um, so you think he's you think he's a naughty naughty well, pig going to bed without dinner there oinky <laughs> which one is saying that out of the pigs the home the home one is saying yeah, that, that the other it sounds one. like that he sounds like don knots yeah well because one guy is at the market and one guy is um eating so he can't talk Right. So it, by default. And one guy's <laughs> crying, so by default it has to be right. the one who stayed home. Of course. Prepping dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> up next, uh, I Number will, three slot. Number three slot. Uh, I'm going to go market. Okay. Um, yeah. Th- I feel like that one stays... Like, my, my one, two, three are very close. It's just, you know, you have to pick. Right. Uh, market, because I, I love grocery shopping. You do? I really do. Uh, do, you usually, do you ever go when you're hu- uh, hungry? Too often. And it, it always fucks you over. Um, yeah, I buy cereal that I typically don't ever eat. <laughs> like what? Um, do you have like, a cereal that has been like sat there for a while? I'm looking now. No, but I do have like oyster crackers and, and cars crackers. Car- cars crackers? Yeah, those guys. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like the movie, like the the cartoon oh, cars. Oh, yeah, no. I, I, <laughs> cartoon? <laughs> I could be so lucky. Um, <laughs> number two is going to be um, home, uh, Homebody. Cause okay, I too the one who stayed home. And I love uh, prepping. So you're 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 choosing homebody because you are also a homebody. I associate with second toe. Right. And then number three, I'm with you. Roast beef. I love roast beef. Wow. Because it's basically steak, and I like steak. You said number three, like the the number three toe. Oh yes, Sorry. number three in your number one slot. Correct. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. That roast beef. <laughs> that pig knows how to fucking live. Yeah. And he likes steak. I like steak. Do you think it's he's good, eating it plain, or do you think he's like? Eating it on a sandwich, I think or it's just shaved plain, like super rare roast horseradish. Beef. Maybe on the side, maybe he's got some spreads. Maybe a little Thousand Island. So he's eating little... cow and horse. That's fucked up, man. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, I, I don't look. Tell it, to, tell it to the the farm penguin, man. They're on neighborhood watch. <laughs> okay. They should be. They should be taking care of these things. Um, that's fair. Um, so I guess let's rate the entire uh, um, nursery rhyme. Yeah. Um, uh, I, and that's classic. Yeah. Right. Um, but also kind of weird. Yes. Like, let's just play with a kid, kid foot. I mean, it's not weird as like, I mean, it's a parent and a child. You don't have to like shove anything weird and sexual into it. I didn't. You said it was weird. Let's just play with a kid's foot. That was your exact words. Yeah. Where did that, how did that at all? (laughs) What about that said sexual? Why is that weird? What? Why is that weird? Uh, okay, you go up. To, would you go up to a kid right now on the on the? It's not. You don't go up to random children and start playing with their feet. <laughs> well, what? You theoretically could. Yes, that's when it's weird. But right, when it's exactly. your own child and you, wh- the normal type of people that you sing nursery rhymes to, your mm-hmm. own children, then why is it weird? You just want to play with your kid's foot. <laughs> It's not weird at all. You've, you're making it weird by saying it's weird. I, I don't know if I am. 
You want to play with your kid's foot? Your hand is on your crotch right now, too. It's resting. It's resting on my thigh. Yeah, well. draped into my V area. My V zone. V zone? Yeah, because my legs make a V. Oh, God. I hate everything about Okay, what do you give it? What do you give it? 45 out of 100 Brave Little Toasters. I think it's a classic. Um, Sorry. And uh, I, I do. I, it's a fun way to like get kids to laugh because you're, you're kind of basically tickling them. I At guess. the end, you are. You know, I think it's cute. Uh, I'm going 60 out of 100 Brave Little Toasters. Okay. All right. Um, oh, What's my next? God. We what? only have one other thing in here. Uh-oh. That's not, that's not a good sign. Because means... usually we have three things, right? Often. I feel like this is going to be a doozy. Oh, my God. What is it? Well, it's a movie. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. Brave Little Toaster? I fucking wish. Oh. So this movie is called Tiptoes. Ah, not Twinkle Toes. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a lot of sighing, I feel like. It's about two brothers, uh, a dwarf, and one typical size is what they is literally what the, the description says. Uh, where are you reading this from? Just curious. Uh, IMDb. Can you read that read that sentence one more time, please? Because I'm two brothers, a dwarf whose name is Rolf, okay, and one of typical size. In parentheses, Steve. Hey, okay. When Steve's points. girlfriend Carol becomes pregnant, the pair are fearful that the baby will inherit the dwarfism gene. Oh God! Matters are complicated still further when she finds herself falling in love with Rolf. Oh shit! <laughs> so this stars Matthew McConaughey. Okay. Gary Oldman, oh gosh, Kate Beckinsale, and Patricia Arquette. Huh. Academy Award winner? Yes, and this was made in 2003. So uh, you might recognize this because it's always all over YouTube because it looks like a fake trailer. Mm. Um, basically because Gary Oldman plays a dwarf. Is dwarf an acceptable term? I don't know. I know. I think dwarfism is a thing. Okay. So this the, is probably one of those things where we should do quote unquote research. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um, we'll do them. We'll do it when we take a break and watch the movie. Yes. So, but for all intents and purposes, that's what the, the description says. So I'll, I'll stick with it for now. Sure. But this, you might recognize it because Gary Oldman is fucking on his knees playing a dwarf with like shoes on his knees. Is that real? Yes. Uh, you might have seen this video around the internet and, also, Peter Dinklage is in this. Like, oh, a real uh, little person. Who I'm sure. Oh, this looks like a batshit crazy movie. So I guess we that, will this, watch it. Is this the equivalent? What? Hear me out. Of doing of a white guy doing blackface, co-starring with an actual black actor. Yes, I, 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 I mean, not maybe, maybe, maybe a little. No, maybe it's, not it's, as severe. But I don't. Like, I, I'm not the. Ar- I'm not the person to choose what is more <laughs> offensive in this scenario. I okay, don't think. that's fair. That's they are fair. both terrible. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. But same, same kind of idea, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Let's. Um, it's fucked up. Let's watch let's this, this thing. thing. Uh. And we are back. Speaking of back, what? I want my four dollars back. I paid for it. I gave you two dollars. Okay, so you want your two dollars back? I, no interest. Okay, <laughs> for for ninety <laughs> minutes of interest. I need to say something off the bat. Okay. Last week, I believe it was yeah. Last week, we made a comment of uh, "Fault in Our Stars" was like the longest two hours. Mm-hmm. This movie was thirty less minutes on paper. Felt like five more hours. I don't know. It went 
by quickly, but in a different way for me, at least. Well, I'm excited um, to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I'll just say right off the bat, um, this movie brought me to my knees. Wow. <laughs> do, do you have that written down? Have you been waiting for 90 minutes to say that? <laughs> I thought of it halfway through the movie. Oh, you're like, oh, nice, nice. Right, which, what happened during the movie that made you go, ooh, yeah. Like what or what was happening on screen when you were I, like, nothing specifically oh, okay. on screen. I was just I was just thinking, yes. Because there's, I mean, okay. So, okay. So as we <sighs> said before, uh, it's a 2003 movie starring uh, Kate Beckinsale, Gary Oldman, Matthew McConaughey, Patricia Arquette, and Peter Dinklage. Right. Yeah. Pretty much everyone famous in there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just jump right into the plot, I guess. Right. Off the bat. Okay. Peter Dinklage, Patricia Arquette. No need for them. <laughs> no. <laughs> To, to say the least. Yeah, and and no offense to them as as you know professional actors, actors actresses. Yeah. Um, it, it had nothing to do with that. It's just their characters. There was literally no need for them in the story. Yes, it was just like it. It felt very much like oh, all right. Well, we have twenty minutes of extra like spare footage. <laughs> it was already only ninety minutes long, yeah. and their scenes were added an extra like twenty. Yeah, and so, um, I'm pretty sure they were just padding. Let's just jump into oh, the beginning here. Uh, what? Dinklage was great. Dinklage is always great, though. Except for Arquette wasn't bad either. She she played her her awful character really well. All right, let's start from the beginning. Um, spoilers, obviously, for Tiptoes. If you want to see that yeah. movie, um, but it's a movie it was written by Bill Weiner and directed by Matthew Bright. Never heard of either of them. Question. Oh my God, Bill Weiner, Weiner, who wrote mm. Tiptoes, has one credit on IMDb, and it's this movie. It's Tiptoes. That's it. Does it say where he's from? Um, because there are a few like word choices in the script that I was like, that doesn't sound it does not English. it does not say where he's from. It doesn't say anything. There's no there was, bio, no trivia, nothing. He's he's fake. Yeah, it kinda looks like that way. And then Matthew Bright, oh boy. Oh. Just like a lot of like this. Like straight to D V D shitty movies. Was this in theaters? I have no idea. Um, but it seems like a lot of, yeah, it was like a lot of like late 90s, early 2000 mm-hmm. movies. Um, all right, let's just jump into the plot then. So sure. we start off with some rockin' hardcore music with three-wheeled badasses. That's right. Two people on motorcycle things. So the movie calls them dwarves and little people, right? Yeah. And th- those are... Th- I do believe those are the accepted Yes, terms. they are. So we'll... Apologies off the bat if we're wrong. <laughs> I don't think so. Don't think it's called are. dwarfism. So. And there, there's a solid three to five minutes where Matthew McConaughey just repeats that yes. iteration. So right. We'll, One we'll of the characters right. does use the M word mm-hmm. and he's like, you, we don't say that, you know, the yeah. dwarves, they're little people, whatever. So me tarded. What? Me tarded. What? The M word. Me tarded. Me. T- <laughs> God okay. damn it. Um, so we start off with, yeah, they're like riding on those weird four or three wheel, Bikes? What yeah, would like you a call motorcycle. Them? I don't know. It's like a it's motorcycle. Like two wheels in the back, one in the front. Right. Motor trike. Motor tricycle. Who knows? And allegedly, Peter Dinklage character. Peter Dinklage's character makes them. Yes. That line is dropped and never referred to again. <laughs> Which is why they're both driving them across the. And they both US. is Gary Oldman and Peter Dinklage. Yes, they're see. quote unquote friends. Yeah, we don't know why or how. Why they don't ever explain it? They seem to hate each other the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Um, all, all like us. Yes. <laughs> well, we're best friends, though. Best. For the first scene has Kate Beckinsale 
drawing painting. flowers. Painting, painting flowers. flowers. She's a painter. It's a very large canvas, mm-hmm. um, and it's just kind of like pink flowers repeated over and Not over. Not a bad painting. This whole scene, though, didn't the dialogue is, is insane. They're talking about like 12 different things at the same time, and it's weirdly, it's so weird. I couldn't understand what they were saying. Well, in the initial, the way it viewed, because this is like the first dialogue of the movie. Uh-huh. The first word of the movie I remember is Matthew McConaughey going, nice. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so he's tough. like, I don't know how you do it or something like that. He's like, it relaxes me. Uh, try, um, let's hear your Matthew McConaughey impression. Nice. All right, here you go. Nice. It sounds like George W. Bush. Uh, they're, basically, they're both from Texas. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I was in the all Navy. All right, all right, all right. I, I get older, they stay the same age. You know how many abs I had in the movie Tiptoes? Who? 14 abs. All right, I'm and George And you know Bush. how I did that? How Lots many? of sit-ups. Okay. And a good diet. <laughs> you know what my favorite thing to eat is? What? Moose stew. Moose stew? Do and you I'm kill saying moose? That because... Um, okay, so of, you, you've been touting your uh, IMDb trivia things you said you had two of them to tell me are they relevant right now are you saving one is okay (laughs) gary oldman often made his famous moose soup for the cast and crew and insisted everyone eat it instead of the provided catering (laughs) he claimed it awoke the quote-unquote machines within what needed for his once in a lifetime performance uh oldman was on board with this is what i'm understanding yeah holy Um, shit here's another one that i think is just a nice kind of little foundation for everything we're about to say the film was over budget due to full throttle spending by producer bert Krassler. okay sounds like a cool guy large quantities of sushi tito's brand vodka and allegedly methamphetamines oh. all made the list hey my name's bert Krassler. Hello. hello i would like twenty thousand gallons of tito's vodka okay um, you gotta have sushi in there, I think, uh-huh. fresh from Japan, yep. and some meth, if you don't mind. Sure, well, you know, uh, I, I don't often get to say this, but welcome to the Sushi Tito's and Meth Depot. Hey, 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 hey! You've come to hey, the right hey, place hey, for hey, everything hey, hey, you need. You're supposed to not say that last part. We're supposed depot? to keep it on the DL. Well, it's a depot. It's on the sign, sir. Sir, I feel like you're deliberately misunderstanding me, Bert Crasslow. <laughs> Oh, oh, your birth! Oh, yes. oh, sir, you have an unsettled tab for what? Tito's brand vodka, sushi, and methamphetamines. And, and what was that your, last one? Methamphetamines. You gotta keep it on the DL. That's Burt Crassler's number one, sir. Sir, it's it's literally on the sign of the store. People, we we're okay to sell this here, but it's not okay for you to I come asked, in, go over your film budget for tiptoes, and not pay it. I asked for your sign to become a Mad Magazine style foldout. So you could cover the word methamphetamine, and it would just say Susie's and Tito's. Well, no, I do. But see, the thing is, the button's either in the on or off position, and when it's in on, it unfolds, and the word methamphetamines is visible. And we do that when you're coming in, because we know you want to buy methamphetamines for your movie Tiptoes. I'll get you off on off. Which reminds me, there's a a line in this movie that Uh says, were you in a circle jerk with little people? Oh, yeah, I got that down later. Cool. Uh, last, (laughs) Last one. Last one that I I want to share, because this blew my mind. Uh Director Matthew Bright Mm -hmm. was fired after he turned in his cut, and the whole film was then re-edited. Peter Dinklage has said the original director's cut, which screened in Austin, Texas, was gorgeous, but the people who fired Bright ruined the movie. What? It's possible this was good at one point. Uh, It's possible. Interesting. 
why do you think they fired him? They, I, I don't know. That's so interesting because his his um, other movies don't inspire confidence. What are his other movies? They're like all Matthew like Wright? no one's ever heard of them. They're like shitty like two thousand movies. There's one called Freeway that stars Kiefer Sutherland and Reese Witherspoon. Hmm. Uh, Tomb of Terror. Cool. Um, Freeway Two: tr- Confessions of a Trick Baby. What? I don't know. Dark Angel, The Descent, Shrunken Heads, Gun Crazy, Forbidden Zone. Like, no one's heard of these movies, and the covers look terrible. What's your favorite cover? Forbidden Zone looks like a nightmare. Okay, so we should watch it. The bizarre and musical tale of a girl who travels to another dimension through the gateway found in her family's basement. I'm on on board. Yeah, sure. We'll do a Matthew Bright festival. (laughs) Okay, so... The first, we're still on the first scene. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, she, she, like, he's like, I gotta go to work, and she's like, Let me suck on your dingus. I, I like and, that you like, turned him into uh, Bill George, Clinton. Oh, yeah, <laughs> 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 Bill too. Um, but yeah, she like opens up his pants and like Goes is trying to, to suck on a... his dingus. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, I gotta go, and then um, he says, You're a wonderfully cruel woman. Yeah, and then he leaves. That's it. So why did he insult her after he was one who... La- ah. it, so like I said, the way it viewed... I started to say this before. The way it viewed is like he just walked into her workplace, turned mm-hmm. down her music. <laughs> she pulled down his pants, and then he left. He's like, I gotta go. <laughs> That's basically the scene. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think I might... I may, I've said this, I said this a few points through the movie, but I, this might have been the first of many where I said... Why did that scene happen? <laughs> yes. It, it, there's it so many things really that point. don't make any sense in this movie. Um, so we're back on the road with Gary Oldman and... Dinklage. Do you remember Dinklage's character's name? Maurice. And then Rolf is uh, Gary Oldman's yeah, R-O-L-F-E. Rolf so they're both driving their three-wheelers down the highway. But then the they're highway. peeing on the side They are the peeing, yes. And then you see like a bus kick a girl off of it down the, the road, and they're like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Enter right? Patricia Arquette. Yes. What was her character's name? Louisa. 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 No, I, I can't remember. I'll just say Patricia Arquette. But um, they you, picked... You, you what? I'll just say Patricia Arquette. I don't remember oh, her name. I thought you said I'll save it for the podcast, but I thought you said it real <laughs> We're real on bad. it. I'll save it for card parts cast. Um, Ar- yeah, so Dinklage picks up Arquette because mm. she's like sitting with her crotch flashing the road, right? And she's drinking schnapps. And yeah, and it took us a minute to figure this out, but Dinklage is French in this movie. Oh yeah, he the it first took us three scenes to figure out yes, his accent. The first several lines we thought German at one point, yeah. British at one point, mm-hmm. but it, we landed on French because um, he has the line later that says, "I sure wish I had a crepe right now." Yep. <laughs> yep. No, that's that's real. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's so important that we watch these movies with subtitles. <laughs> yes, because we wouldn't really be able to pick is. up half the shit. Um, and, and it's also one of those things where I, I think, at least in my brain, depending on the speed of the subtitle, you see it before they say it. And sometimes. in that millisecond, you think a thousand thoughts, and you're like, there's no way he's about to say this. <laughs> and then he says it. Yes. Uh, although, if you're making subtitles correctly, that shouldn't happen. So we should have a word with whoever's the subtitlist. Hey, it's me, Brian Grassler. <laughs> Brian Grassler. Yeah, yeah, John Grassler, wherever. Yeah, I, I, uh, look, I, I'm doing. I, I need more meth to do the subtitles. Okay, we'll put the we'll put the meth in your sushi, sir. Oh, oh, sushi me- meth. It's, it's my meth. She. It's my meth-she. favorite. Or sushi amphetamines. So they go to some. <laughs> <laughs> they go to some like convention. It's like a. It's, it's a like little a, person convention. It's not a convention, the, though. It's more like a dinner, like a, a fundraiser. Yeah, the, yeah. It's called the LPDL. 
yes, the, the Little Person's Defense League. Yes. And um, Matthew McConaughey's entire family are little people. Yes. It was His mother, family. father, and twin brother are... are Yes, Gary Oldman is his twin brother. Uh, 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 no, answer is no. There, it's <laughs> a hard no. What? No, that's Gary Oldman is clear. No, I know, but in like Gary Oldman is clearly like ten to twenty years older than Matthew McConaughey. Correct, but in the film lore, <laughs> right? No, I know. The, in the Tiptoes universe, yes, the tip, <laughs> yeah, the Tiptoe U, the TTU. <laughs> um, yes, they they are twin brothers, and then th- there are two. Um, I guess kind of. Uh, non little people there. Matthew McConaughey is one, mm-hmm. and David Allen Greer is another, and he's a celebrity in this world. Apparently, Jerry Robbins Jr. Jr. or something like that. Jerry Robbins Jr. But I don't know what he's famous for. And then, uh, like, they introduce, they bring over this blonde woman whose name is Kitty, Kitty Cats, Cats yeah. with a Z. Yeah, and they introduce her to uh, to Matthew McConaughey and Gary Oldman's father, right? Uh, I, I, I'm uncle. very under- That's their uncle Bobby. Okay, so their father was the um, fellow who was yes. doing the the cookout later. Who was who was introducing the girl to his? I will say this: brother. I feel like like this movie was also kind of a like a consolidation of every little person who's had a bit part or a token part in Hollywood, and they just have normal parts. Yeah, this, you know, what, you know what I mean. Normal parts. Where it's like, oh, we need we need right. a dwarf to fight the wizard, right. like. Although we're uh, one notable exception, two notable exceptions. Um, uh, uh, oh God, from Austin Powers, what's his name? Vern Troyer. Vern Troyer, and then also um, R.I.P. Yes, and also um, the guy from Harry Potter, Willow. Is that, yeah, what's his name? Yeah, I don't know. His, I've, I, I never knew. His, I just big big exceptions Willow. there. Yeah, arguably the two most famous ones. But they were Peter like Kinkovich. those were always like main roles, right? They were right. Main oh yeah, roles. I see what you're saying. Yeah. See what I'm saying it's just like oh, like you know, kind of. You know, we need a little person for a stupid joke. Yes. All of those people have, like, real roles in this movie. So th- they introduce her to this blonde woman for some reason, and then, like, she shows up later. As his girlfriend? I guess. So they, a there's a love connection there. But um, I don't know. Then Gary Oldman and Peter Dinklage show up in the parking lot of this, this fundraiser. Mm-hmm. And, like, Matthew McConaughey goes out to say hi to them, and then they leave within, like, five minutes. Yeah. Right? And part, and this is reminding me, part of that very first scene that was so awkward with them talking about a million different things that was so like cryptic uh-huh. is the the point of that scene. I now realize, or I realized before too, but like the was that Matthew McConaughey was like, I have to go to this thing tonight, but he wouldn't tell his girlfriend Carol, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Kate Beckinsale, what what it was. And right. She's yes. like, are you seeing someone else? But like he's like right. no no no. I'm it was just saying. very poorly written and yeah. hard to understand. And it it like the for the first, you know, 20 30 minutes of the movie you don't realize that Matthew McConaughey has never despite him being engaged to this girl has never once mentioned that his family he's the only non little person in his family. Right. And then he says later he never thought it would be important to right. mention. But also they're engaged. Right. Right. Uh just right. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, they show like he shows up in the parking lot of this this uh, fundraiser this and then like leaves. A what like a convention hotel? Right, but why is he showing up in the parking lot for two minutes and then leaving? Well, here's the other thing because he, he was like supposed to go to the convention, right? Because that's important to the family. But he got there late and then he ended up not going in. And right. it's like he went. He like literally got out of the thing, and it just it was coincidence. And the thing is the motorcycle. Yeah, and it's coincidence that. Matthew McConaughey just happened to be in the parking lot at the time. He's like, hey, what's up, dude? Right. Like, hey, hey, cool. All right, well, I bye. Bye. All right, bye, bye, bye. And then they go to a cheap hotel. Um, but then Carol 
is um, Matthew McConaughey's, who's Kate and Beckinsale. He's uh-huh. his, her, his fiance, and uh, she, at least up until this point in the movie, is written like what a nag you know yeah oh uh, so annoying she's trying to annoy me with her sex i don't know who the main character of this movie was (laughs) yeah no you're right (laughs) i would argue it was carol yeah like for a while it's supposed to be i think it's kind of supposed to be matthew mcconaughey Mm -hmm. and then also kind of gary oldman but i think overall overall it's it's kate beckinsale yes um and then we find out she's pregnantary but yep um which is the scientific term (laughs) for being pregnant (laughs) Right, I really like that word. Um, but yeah, she's like, I think I'm preggers, pregnantry. Sorry. Yeah. And, uh, and then Max McConaughey's like, Oh out. boy, I'm a male. Yeah. I think he said uh, that in the scene, right? Maybe. Yeah. He said honestly, maybe. He's like, Oh, I, I was, I'm gonna be honest. I, w- I wasn't ready for an un. He's like, I thought you want a kid someday, Stephen. Well, I, I'll be honest. I don't think I, I wasn't ready for an unplanned pregnancy. <laughs> Hey, it's me, Matthew McConaughey. I play the saxophone, and I was the president of the United States. <laughs> I got a little bit of sperm on my pants because of uh, Monica Lewinsky. That's yep. That's historically accurate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, um, but then he freaked, and then the next day he goes to his job as a um, as a fire, firefighter, drill sergeant, a fire, a fire cadet instructor. But he's like, he, like it starts out with, like, I told you to lose seven pounds and you're as chubby as ever. Keep running. Yeah, keep he's running. Very, um, oh gosh, what's that guy's name who passed away recently? From, oh yeah, Arlie Ermy. Yes, yes. He's, he's like in, in, in uh, bringing that out. A real shitty version of him. <laughs> yeah. And then at one point, like, like he makes this like one dude feel really bad. Uh-huh. And he's like, go run up the hill and uh, with the fire hose. You're going up to the 18th floor and saving a woman and a baby. And but then, the, then, then the character who I like to call background blonde woman. Yeah, she just comes up like I don't know. Was she like at first I thought she was like a coworker. Uh huh. And she's like, you know, you're being a real asshole. And then he think, McConaughey thinks thinks about it for a second and he blows his whistle. He's like, take five. I right, take five, Chuck. That's and the guy then who's yelling random at. blonde woman comes back later, even more perplexingly. But we'll yeah, get to that. We'll get to that. Um. So we also have a scene where um Patricia Arquette, Peter Dinklage, and Gary, Gary Oldman. Um, check into a cheap motel, mm-hmm. and then the hotel motel owner is like, Who's, "So it's also French." So these one lady and two children. I will give you good rate for the two children. Yeah, and then so our cat's like, "She and I, my children." Yeah, Maurice was like, "Eh," and then <laughs> our cat was <laughs> like, "They're not my children." Mm-hmm. And that was it. Do you remember uh, Patricia Arquette's line when they're in the uh, hotel room and they pour drinks for each other? Oh gosh, uh, no. Okay. Well, I'm going to I mean, quote I, I it exactly. Will, I will. So they uh, Peter Dinklage pours her a drink and she go she looks at the glass and goes, "I like to drink." That's <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then that's when Peter Dinklage goes, "I wish I just wish I had the crepe." Yeah. <laughs> it's my own mixture of morphine and cherry cher- and was it uh something else? I don't fucking remember. It was uh, cherry morphine cherry and and uh Hennessy Jim Beam or or Yeah, it's Jim Beam. Fucking... It was like Jim Beam and morphine oh, yeah. basically. And he's like, yeah, "I wish I had the crepe right now." But then she says something about owl medicine. You I saw don't... this and I was taking yeah. a note at this point. No, it was literally like he she's like, "I like you. You're di- you're 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 direct. You're very direct. You're an interesting man. You're very direct. It's like you've taken the owl medicine. Something literally the, the OL OLW like hoot hoot O W L medicine. Yes, I don't and understand. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Maybe it's a phrase that I'm not aware of. I I didn't even look it up. I guess we could, but also it was just kind of fitting. 
into the rest of the I, none of and, and a lot of the stuff she says, she says is kind of gibberish though so maybe that's the point yeah because she says something later about something about being an alien she and, reminds she's like a caricature of jenny gum oh sure yeah yeah um so can we take a second and talk about gary oldman's character rolf mm-hmm. up until this point and through the entire movie he is the grumpiest shittiest yeah like irredeemable character like all he does is walk around and just like nah, nah. he judges people he judges people and like he's just a dick but he's like supposed to have a heart of gold i think not but we don't ever see it like the only time we see it is when uh, at the at the end for like a moment but like for the rest of the movie he's just like pissed off yeah he's and just i don't grumpy like, about but, everything. but it's not like a character trait it, it's just like kind of how like the situation he's in yeah 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 he's just judging everybody and then it's he's weird nothing goes his way and blah 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 but he just takes it out on everyone and he's pretty unlikable for a while yeah for the most of it yeah uh, it's very weird and we said it before but just worth reiterating gary oldman is on his knees for this movie yes. and he has like a like so he has like a, a deformity in his shoulder as yeah, well he's wearing like a single football shoulder pad. yeah so yeah there's like clearly like a pillow or a football shoulder yeah. pad shoved in like, there and yeah. he's like and there are multiple times where you can see the green screen on the back of his legs because yeah, he's like on his blanket. knees and they put like shoes on his knees mm-hmm. there's that um there, <sighs> there were other i i was very much on the lookout for this like times that they were trying to hide it but really didn't so like you there are a couple some, times right? in the movie where you could see his full-on legs. Yes. But then there were also, like, you know, like, the old-school trick of where, like, they hid his legs in the couch so you could see his full body. Yeah, so there was one where he was, like, where he was, like, sitting in a couch, but it was clear that his full body was, like, inside the couch. It was, like, under the, under like, the cushions, under the cushions, and his, like, body was, like, out back behind the couch, and mm. then his legs were, like, like uh, Muppet fake. Legs. Yeah, fake legs. Muppet. Yeah. It literally looked like Muppet legs. Yeah, Gary Oldman fucking insane. as a Muppet. It's time to play the music. It's time to... Let's fake to be a little person on the Muppet Show tonight. Gary Oldman. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then they start banging Peter Dinklage and Patricia Arquette. And mm-hmm. Gary Oldman's pissed off because they're in the same room. They only have one room left, so they can't get two rooms. Mm-hmm. And then there's some sweet reggae music playing. <laughs> That's right. They're banging. They're banging. Those were actually lyrics. Gary Oldman's gonna get pissed off. It was very open, uh, f- fourth wall meta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was great. The only time they did that. But, uh, you know, you need it in a What's movie. In this movie? I mean, I expected nothing less. Right? But um, then, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Dinklage gets, like, so, I guess, like, a character trait that they don't talk about much of Dinklage, but, like, is kind of his defining thing is he's, like, the rebellious little person who's, like, I don't conform to the norms. Yeah, because he's I French. I just do whatever. And then, um, but he's like, but Rolf, in his judgmental way, he's like, he's got hernias and ulcers, and he just won't go see the doctor. Which is which is apparently a normal thing. Right. He's like, little people stuff. He just refuses to take care of it. I'm calling the doctor, and Maurice is like, do not cause it, doctor. I will kill you. Right. And then and at one he, point he has a gun. Well, that's later. But sure. this is where he goes, like, there. he's bleeding. Uh, he's, <laughs> he, oh, he's You're bleeding. bleeding. I'm calling the cops. And... He, like Peter Dinklage is on the bed, and you and I say in unison at yeah. the exact same time, "Where is he bleeding?" Yes, there was no blood. There's zero blood. Like they didn't even try. <laughs> right. Yeah. That but that, that's good directing, right? 
directing writing um just <laughs> just cinematography is really all of it and then gary, and then gary oldman leaves because he's po'd mm-hmm. um and goes to sally's peeved house off peeved off mm-hmm. and sally's is like you know childhood sweetheart and you get the idea they've been on and again off again for a long time and Yes, but they didn't really say that up front, did they? Well, uh, McConaughey dropped a line in the parking lot, and he was like, Sally, yep, do, fight it all you want. Y'all two are going to end up together. All right, all right. I did not catch that, especially the all, all right part. I well, that. that definitely happened. Okay, I believe you. Uh, I'll take that at face value. Please do. Thank you. <laughs> um, so he not shows... Not any face value. She's uh, Sa- Sally is how you describe uh, what would be her defining character trait? Would you say she's a slut? Yep. Um, she he shows up at her apartment and she's like, "Yeah, I, I only let him fuck me twice." Yeah. Meanwhile, like, there's no indication that anybody else lives there, and no. he's like, like "I see you built about? a little love, Dan," because yeah. he's like being real judgy because she has like pink, you know, leopard cheetah whatever print, I you know, sheets and blankets and stuff. I mean, she's, I don't know, it's just like everything's pink and feathery. Right, and I thought you said pink blubber cheetah. I'm like, what no, is... Leopard or cheetah, right. yeah. yes, yes. Or blubbered cheetah, which right. is a... Right, which yeah. is a pink seal. It's an, it's, an, it's an arctic cheetah. It's how they stay warm. Ooh, very fat cheetah. That'd be funny. <laughs> like Hi, guys, I, um, <laughs> I'm just here for the... Whew, when do they put all these hills here? Oh, uh, boy. Uh, you know how they say cheetahs can uh, run up to 70 miles per hour? I, am uh, ju- I, I think that's got to be a funny joke. That's true. Also, MPH means uh, meals uh, per hour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, so hey, guys, look, I know. Do, do you do you, um have any math? Want, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm producing a movie, and uh, <laughs> I like how we were both the same character, but it's like switching back and forth. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know if we were two cheetah, two Arctic cheetahs, or or, or the same one. <laughs> so then the guy she let fuck him twice uh, comes in and starts like freaking out because yeah. the, uh, Gary Oldman's in his room, right? Well, he asks for like bus money. Yeah, because he's like, it's very like Jesus Christ. It was he was like, I quit my job. The game was a, a, a CC or something. Like that. Yeah, like very Middle Eastern stereotype characters. Like I quit my job, and mm-hmm. she was like, Well, you you gotta stop, like you gotta hold a job for more than two days if you want money. And he's like. I just need bus fare. I will pay you back, though, in your G-spot. And he touches her boobs. That's, yep. This is a line from the movie, everybody. Yep. I'm, <laughs> real thing. He delivered it a little better than you did, but I think you Did he? In your G-spot. <laughs> Sounds on. like Triumph the Insult comic dog. <laughs> hey, lady. <laughs> I poop on you. Um... Yes. Oh, and then um, she's like, fine, I won't pay my phone bill. I'll get you bus fare. She goes back into her bedroom where Gary Oldman is, and she's like, Rolf, I need a couple of bucks to give to this guy. And he follows her into the room, and he's like, who the fuck is this? Like, who's in there? Yeah. And then they beat, she, he beats uh, Gary Oldman up. Yeah, she, he starts hitting him. And at this point, we Chris and I had the inner change of, um, re, I go, I can't tell if this is supposed to be funny. Yes. Because, like, it was big... Uh, Big Middle Eastern man fighting a little person. fake little person Gary little Oldman person, yes. uh, <laughs> to almost yakety sex. Well, yeah, that's why. I, that's why my response was the music implies that it is supposed to be funny. Yeah, but it was like very not no, and then she and then, and then she comes out with like a very blatant like fake rubber. It was like a boom, boom box. box. Yeah. Like it's it wasn't supposed to be fake, but like you could see like the rubber marks and it's just like like scrunched up foam. <laughs> yeah, it was real stupid. 
super dumb. And then, so we cut back to the hotel in the morning. This scene is insane. Absolutely bonkers. So we start off with, it's the subtitles say children's music playing. <laughs> and we cut to Patricia Arquette, who seems to be watching a children's show on TV. I guess. And then to Peter I'm Dinklage, who has that. like stones, crystals, crystals all over. Like crystals because she's like a weird right, like, hippie. All over his face. And body and chest. And then they both wake up, and then the maid is knocking on the door saying... Maid. Maid. Not even has to like three. Maid. She's like, it's 3 p.m. I want to go home. In a in a pretty stereotypical Hispanic accent. Yes. But also, like, the maid's trying to do her job. Sure. Yeah. Any yeah. normal person would, would... But then the the head of the... She's like, we're making a love nest. Yes. Go away. And then the, uh, and the Dink- owner right. of the hotel comes, the Listen, motel, yeah. and, like, knocks on the door, and Peter Dinklage... Oh, like the, he's like, get out! It's pat. Like checkout was at noon. Yes. Peter Dinklage opens the curtain, looks at him, and goes, "Oh hell no!" and takes out a gun. Yeah, he's like, "I'm going to kill this." Why? Man. What did he do? I don't know. <laughs> Why are you he's still talking in the French accent? He's going to. And die. then Patricia Cat opens the the door and like beats the shit out of the motel owner with her shoe. With For her no heel. reason. Yeah, like literally, he was just asking them to follow the rules. What is? Uh, I feel like something must have been this, cut from he that. He sees this happening. Dinklage sees this happening, and he's like, I, I love you. Love. You are so beautiful. This might you be one where there might be... Treasure. This might be one where they cut a lot from the scene, I guess. I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt, but I was like, what is happening? Yep, and then they're just... Uh, the next time you see them on camera, they're uh, having a picnic <laughs> at, at a park. Pl- at a picnic. Yep. Like, oh, they just committed an assault. It's cool. Yep, see ya. Okay, <laughs> bye. <laughs> so... Then um, Patricia or, or uh, Kate Beckinsale shows up at Matthew McConaughey's work when he's giving one of his inspiring firefight you, you missed, speeches. You missed, a, you missed a part. What? Where Rolf shows up to Kate Beckinsale's place and reveals that he is. Yes, obviously. Um, he's like, hi, is Steven here? And she's like, no, he's gone for the week. Who are you? She's like, oh, I'm his brother. Yes. I'm his twin I, brother. I, what? Yeah. Is what she said. <laughs> and she, like... He he grumpily comes in and sits on the couch and she like offers him. This something. is one of the parts you can see his legs. Oh yes, this when is where like, he's inside the couch and you can see the. the no, I'm talking about legs. when he's like oh. walking to the couch. Like, not they tr- they thought they hit it with the glass coffee table, but right. if you looked, you could see his not like, good leg work. Feet this. No, uh, this this scene brought me to my knees. I it's still funny. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, and then this is what basically um, what's his face uh, Oldman spilling the beans that. Uh, Steve, they're twins. Yeah, they're twins, and Stephen is the only non-little person in his little person family. So then, uh, Beck, at this point, Beckinsale storms off to fireman class. Yes, and is like, "Am I gonna have a midget baby?" Yes, and I'm. Uh, I'm. This is this is from quotes movie. from the movie. Um, they and then this is where Matthew McConaughey is like, "We don't say that." Yeah, yeah. You use use the term dwarf. Uh, I think person. it's important. One of the most important parts of the scene that we haven't mentioned. Uh, this one is that uh, Kate Beckinsale is wearing a winter hat <laughs> in the middle of L.A. in like mm-hmm. the middle of a field in L.A. Yeah, it was. There were a lot of fashion <laughs> things that we, and were very especially with her, that was very questionable. But it was like early two thousand, so I guess I can give it a pass. Yeah, every, I think you used the term Avril Lavigne at one point. Yes. Um, so yeah, he fair. also, so at one point she's like, she keeps saying midget over and over yeah. and he, and he keeps correcting her. He's like, you then, gotta get with the terminology. And then ultimately she's like, I, I don't really care about all that stuff. Yeah. Like, Cause I, I think he says, you're going to piss a lot of people off if you keep saying that yeah. word. She's like, I don't care. Which I, I will say surprised me. Me too. I was f- prepared for this movie to throw that word around 
a ton, uh, like, but they like surprisingly handled it a little tactfully. Yes, there were two surprises in this movie. That was one. Ones of them. later, yes, <laughs> oh, like a legitimate surprise where we were both like, "Oh my wow. god, yeah, okay." Um, so then, yeah, so her, she's concerned that all right, you know, the baby is gonna have like health problems. She doesn't really know. So then, um, uh, Gary, she's cut back to her and Gary Oldman where. He's like he introduced her to the family. By the way, he's the one who tells the entire family that his brother's engaged and pregnant. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I just thought that was so it's weird. Kind of... It's like, oh, like by the way, um, that'd be like me going to your house and like, hey, hey Heidi, uh, I have some news. Um, Jean is pregnant, and uh, you know. I I would love. If that for some reason ever happens in my life, I want you to do it. You want me to tell your mom when, yeah. when you become a dad? Yes. I, okay. Heidi, if I ever call you out of the blue, <laughs> this is why. <laughs> I just really needed my podcast partner to do it. Yeah. But that, that's what it is. It's like, yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, and, and, but it's like me bringing Gene. Right. But Gene's never met you. <laughs> like, this, yeah. This is where things get really weird oh. because, the, like, for some reason, the movie wants us to think that they're, like, fo- they're, like, falling in love for some fucking reason, according to the IMDb blurb. Yeah. Yeah. According to that. But then it's just like nothing ever really happens to make you think that. It's just like, no. oh, he's, he's introducing her. It's like a friendly relationship. World. Yeah. Like, it very surface level friendly mm-hmm. relationship. And he's like, oh, no, let me just show you and tell you about all the things that McConaughey didn't. Also important to mention in this scene where he meets where she meets his family, um, she's dressed like a village person limo driver. <laughs> that's true. Uh, so I just they, wanted to say were that. Were they a dog collar? Was that this part? No, that's the next Later. scene. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> um, but uh, we do have the tissue servant, I think you pointed out <laughs> at one point. Yeah, one of uh, one of like Matthew McConaughey and um, Oldman's cousins is like there's like a couple of like younger girls, maybe in their like early teens. Mm-hmm. And um What's her face? Beck and Sale starts crying because she's like, I appreciate you guys being so supportive and blah, blah, blah. Because, like, this is where she starts to realize, like, I shouldn't call these people midgets. They're good people. Right. Like, that's the thing that's happening. And then she starts crying and for no reason at all. I mean, yes, for a reason. But, like, it was just the weirdest visual thing. She's crying. Like, this girl just gives her a tissue and walks away. But, like, Kate Beckinsale is pointed towards the camera. She turns around. Before she turns around, or, like exactly as she turns around this girl pops up yeah. right behind her she grabs a tissue turns back around and the girl runs away as, as fast as she showed you know up. what it reminded me of like when you go to a concert and like the roadie comes up and tra- like helps the guitarist change out their guitars right that's what that reminded me it of. was it was it was very quick and a fun. Yeah. <laughs> i was like oh okay <laughs> um but then the, one of the weirdest scenes in the movie where kate beckinsale calls matthew mcconaughey from and- bed at night well, assuming because we we only see a a close zoom up on her lips. Yes, this was a there, this movie zoomed in on things a lot, but it was like so close, and that was all you saw of Kate Beckinsale. So she might have mm-hmm. been somewhere else. She might have been in line at Costco for all we know. Mm, Could have been, yeah, Buying getting meth. you know getting um meth, meth mm-hmm. sushi, meth and, sushi and Tito's toilet Tito's paper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They had enough the big Tito's. Three. <laughs> yeah, they had enough Tito's that day, so they yeah. didn't need more. But um. But then the most bewildering, bewildering part is where Matthew McConaughey is. He's like pitch he's, black. He's at firefighter school. How? How do you know? Because he's wearing his firefighter uniform. But he's like, it's supposed to be like the training grounds, right? Where he was right, yelling but, at the guy. But he's he... like outside and it's pitch black and they don't draw attention to it. Right. And, and he's then... like on his cell phone, which is like in 2003. But he's like deal. being like weirdly passive aggressive for some reason. Like, yeah, sure. We'll go to a party. 
Yeah, because she's like, Jerry Robbins Jr., David Allen Greer, is having a party at his house tomorrow. Like, you should go. Because she's telling him, I met your family, blah, blah, blah. Right. They're great. We're going to a party tomorrow. I want you to come. And he's like, I'll meet you there. And then he like he hangs up the phone and he just chucks it because he's so pissed off. Yes. And then background blonde lady comes up. She's From like, the background, out yep. of the darkness. Yeah, and she goes, that wasn't a good idea. Or something and then like and that. then he goes, you want to come to a party with me? Yeah, he goes, you want to go to a party tomorrow? And that's... So, like, at that point, you're kind of like, oh, is he, like, banging this girl? Or is right, he, is he trying to make Kate Beckinsale jealous? jealous? And then, um, just to kind of cut ahead a little bit, yeah, yeah. he shows up to the party with Blonde Girl and, and some another girl. girl. He's like, like, hey, Kate Beckinsale, like, he, he's like, these are two of my cadets, like, whatever their names yeah. are. This is my fiance Carol. And then he, like, kisses her. He's like, I love you. You look so beautiful. And then Blonde the- Girl is like, oh, that's Jerry Robbins Jr. I'm going to go get his autograph. And she pushes Matthew McConaughey away, and you never see her again. That's it. So why did why did he bring her to the party? I don't know. Or and the other girl, right? Who who he never invited? They're still there, sixteen years later. But it, you know, it, it is one of those classic plus one plus one situations. Uh, what do you mean? Well, he invited her as a plus one, and her as his legal plus one is also allowed a plus Entitled one. To a plus one, yes, I, yes. I agree. Um, it's you know one of those classic Jerry Robin Junior party situations. Yeah, it's allowed. Yeah, I know. I'm the one telling you. Well, and, and I'm the one agreeing. Good. Great. Um, so then, the, and then also, obviously, uh, because this is how this movie is, uh, <laughs> Peter Dinklage and Patricia Arquette are there, too. Yeah. yeah. And Patricia Arquette, like, takes a half-empty drink. Um, and from, drinks it. From, like, it's just, just like, behind. It's like someone, like, it's like the ice had already melted. Like, someone just, like, put it on a table and walked away from it. Like, 20 minutes prior and they she were takes and drinks it. it and it's like it's an open bar i'm assuming at this fancy party yeah why you do this girl um i guess it's a way to describe her character i don't you know, even you know. know um you know why she hmm. was a little too nervous uh to go up to the patricia bar cat yep that's good so peter dinklage gets into a fight with Gets into a fight with Matthew McConaughey's uncle right. and this random blonde woman that he met in the beginning of the movie. Kitty cats. Yes, kitty cats. Sorry, different from the uh, other background blonde woman. Random. Watch your fucking. It was she re- was random. Show some respect to kitty cats. I'm sorry. Her and her porn star name deserve better. I agree. So he's just fighting with him. There's nothing really substantial about that that scene, right? They no, just yell not. at each other. It's just a reason for uh, old men to get angry about something else, and he like. Right. Again, Oldman being grumpy and angry about literally everything. Literally everything. Oh, and then um, he goes into a fully glass room, right? Oh, yeah. He's like, I want to leave. Let me get Sally, because Sally was Oldman's date. Yes. And a fully glass room, and the the lights are off, but it's like literally a corner room, like on the patio. He opens the door, turns on the lights with his cane, because of course he does. And then it's just David Allen Greer having sex with Sally. Mm hmm. Very, very in like the worst room ever for this situation full like everyone could see yeah yeah literally <laughs> everyone's like oh uh, and then he's like i gotta go because we all know sally's one character trait she's slut. she is a sloot a sloot as they say in french yeah and uh, uh maurice has that line several times uh, and also about five seconds after um matthew mcconaughey asks kate peckinsale what's going on and he's like, they caught Sally and uh, and what's his f- the celebrity yeah, together? Jerry Robbins Jr. He's really broken up. Yeah. This was, n- and I'm not exaggerating. Five seconds after it happened, and I in think the movie. What, what, like what ha- like the way I saw this happen was 
um, what's his face? Uh, Oldman walks in on this, and then he walks away. He walks past Beckinsale, who was not there. <laughs> and then he, she somehow knows. <laughs> yes. Even though she wasn't there, he saw them having sex, and now he's all broken up. Like, what? How did you know that? <laughs> what? Um, so I don't know what this note meant, but I wrote it down. It says car business. Oh, yes. <laughs> So there's all this shit, like, they came in separate, all of them came in separate cars, yeah. but there's so much like, oh, I can't, I can't drive home, I'm gonna need to take a cab, can you take a cab? I'm gonna take a cab. What? Where are the cabs? Don't take a cab, we'll just drive you home, you're my brother. We're right. gonna go home in the same car, even though we took two separate cars here, and I brought two girls, but I don't know where they are. <laughs> he, do- he doesn't say that, to be fair, because no, again, they're never all that's happening. again. <laughs> and we have a great scene in the bedroom, the next, uh, the next scene. And there's a lot of good quotes in this one. Uh, so I'll say the first quote of the scene is uh, Kate Beckinsale wakes up and sees Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey <laughs> and she goes, you're awake. What's going on? And he goes, I can't sleep. <laughs> I laughed out loud. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Hey, you're awake. What's happening? I can't sleep. And then we have the line after that. Have you ever been involved with a little person sexually? Oh, and he says, no, just kids stuff, you know? Yep. And we were this like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then she, he says, you know, uh, it was like spin the bottle type thing. You know, all of us were sitting in a circle. And uh, she goes, you were involved with a little person circle jerk? I would have loved to see that. And then they start making out. <laughs> a 12-year-old little person circle jerk. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen this this, this middle school circle jerk with you, Matthew McConaughey. Mm, and all these little this people. is getting me going. Mm-hmm. Me, Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> oh, hey, Kate Beckinsale. It's me. <laughs> Uh, it's me, the blubber che- leopard from from the Arctic. Wow, mm-hmm. I didn't know you could talk and or be out of the Arctic. That, well, yeah, I'm very hot though because I'm in LA and I have. Yeah, you I, are. I have a hey, did you ever blubber. jerk off a little person? Oh my god, yeah. All right, let's have, get. Have you not? Let's get to it. What? what you no, know I refuse what? to because I my my sexual fetish is only being with people who have done that. Oh well, then we should hang but out. I can never. Do you do you need do you want to go to do you want to go to the meth depot? Uh, as long as they have sushi and Tito's vodka. Oh yeah, that was implied. I just when I say the meth depot, depot I mean all three. But like you know, I, I don't I don't want to say that every time because then it just extends the conversation, kind of like how I'm doing right now. Okay, bye. See ya. <laughs> um. So then Cheetah out. <laughs> she she asks Matthew McConaughey to see a shrink because he's super ambivalent about having a little person family, and we know that because she uses the word ambivalent several, several times. times. In scene. And then Matthew McConaughey acts like she like murdered his dog. Yeah, he's like taken aback. He's she's like, you should probably see a therapist. Like that would be good for yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. Really well intentioned. And he was like, ah, 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 and ah, he like flips ah, over because he's. I thought all he was going to storm out. Me too. Yeah, there were multiple times where I think he was going to storm out of bed, and he never does. Yeah, and the the like the whole buildup of while she why she's pregnant is like there's a major concern of like the the health of the baby and like do we want to keep this baby yes for sure uh, an understandable because, concern right because there's a good chance that this baby could be a little person and th- that comes with some health risks and correct everybody knows this everybody knows this Except and when for I Matthew say everybody I mean McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey and Carol like they they talk about this constantly which comes into play later yes um, and then we have the meet the parents scene oh right. and this is where the uh, uh, it's important to note that Kate Beckinsale is wearing a dog collar in mm-hmm. this scene. Um, so the parents meet, and it's understandably awkward. Where um, the the two white parents come in and they're meet. very waspy. 
Yes, very waspy, and they come in and uh, they meet the uh, Matthew McConaughey's parents, and they're We're all taken aback. Well, I never. Yeah, and it's like very. Uh, the dad, Kirk, was like very handsome. Yeah, you 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 brought that up several times because and showed me a picture on his IMDb. What is going? Handsome. What is going on with you and him? We, nothing anymore. You can He's, tell he me. died seven years ago. Really? Yeah. Wow. Is, would you have contacted him if he was still alive? I would tweet at him. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, man. Just wanted to let you know that you're handsome. Yeah. Even even in a movie with Gary Oldman, Matthew McConaughey, you're I the thought best you were the most guy. handsome one. He was. So look him up. Okay. I don't know why him. you're so obsessed with him. with him. I just I was really impressed at how handsome he was. So this is the other kind of um, giving them credit by like uh, surprising us a little bit. Yes. Because um, through, they they keep playing up, and they did a yes. great job. You, you of can this, explain it, yeah. Where the the mom Sylvia, I think her name was, mm-hmm. was like const was like very taken aback. Like she was the one who kind of gave the oh I never look, and she was like very, very sh- just like shocked and just like uncom- visibly uncomfortable the entire dinner. Mm-hmm. And then toward the end of the meal, uh, first of all, Kirk, the handsome gra- the grandpa dad, is yeah. like. Telling some story about farts. It was so weird. It was like farts and musical instruments. I missed the. Context. I wrote down fart monologue because that's n- exactly neither of us w- understood what was happening. No, and it went on for a minute. <laughs> yeah, and um, and then uh, Sylvia, the mom, is like, he said, visibly uncomfortable, and Matthew McConaughey's mom is like, Sylvia, is everything okay? And she was like, Look, I just need to say something that's gonna possibly make some people upset. And it has to be said. And Beckinsale is like mortified. Yeah, she's McConaughey's crying. Even uncomfortable. And Kirk is like, uh, Kirk's a grandpa, handsome grandpa. He was like, uh, and she's like, you know what, Kirk, you should just say it because you're more diplomatic than me. He's like, okay. And we're like flying, like, oh, waiting for some awful diatribe about just like little people yep. and how this is not going to be okay. And then they're like, so uh, Kate Beckinsale's grandpa is getting on in age. And um, he's he's Orthodox Jewish, and we we freaked him out because we went reform, and um, that wasn't okay. So could would you at least consider having a civil ceremony, if not a Jewish wedding, um, for him? Yeah, right. <laughs> and and then they all started laughing, and yeah. then I think you said, Steve, you were like, I'm not gonna lie, they got me, and I yeah. was like, Yeah, because they got me too. Yeah, because Sylvia, the the mom, was like, Yeah, yeah I'm I'm so- we're sorry to ask, but yeah. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit! <laughs> like a little, a little bit of self awareness there. That was like, uh, uh, it was really well. A executed. flash of possibly what could have been, maybe if this... they set us up perfectly. <laughs> they, they for sure did. This, the, because the if the rest was... of the movie wasn't shitty, then yeah. we would we would have expected something different there. Yeah, but, but it was. So we were like, oh boy. Here's and they're like, oh okay, cool. Because like Sylvia hadn't touched her food. She was so nervous and worked up about bringing this up. <laughs> right. That it ended up not mattering. And they're like, and McConaughey's like, I'll have a Jewish wedding. <laughs> and then Oldman said something like, but if he dies before the ceremony, can we ha- can we go back to Catholic? Right. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah. So um, at this point, it feels like the end of the movie where we're about an hour in and there's like a half hour left and they cut to the wedding. Um, They cut to the wedding and like... There's a weird, wide, open mouth kiss by Matthew McConaughey and Kate Beckinsale. Well, yes, but Matthew McConaughey like kept his mouth wide, yeah. like fully you could open. See his tongue in her cheeks. Yes, he he didn't like open or close his lips at all. He kept it. It was very weird. Yeah, but and, but it's a Jewish wedding, right? So that you got to do it. There. Yeah, like they cut 
directly to this. And no, but I'm spoke, saying that's why he open mouth kissed her like that because it's a Jewish wedding. You gotta. It's what we do. Hey, no tongue in cheek. Yes, not to- joking. Yes, I'm... but my tongue in your cheek. Yes, that's what is what we mean by that's tongue right. in cheek. You ever have a latka? It's a potato pancake. Uh, there is nothing to do with kisses. I am also Jewish. I've they're had the latka before. I know. I'm just saying they're delicious. But why are you asking me? I I'm know, not asking. I... I'm just. It was rhetorical. It, it, I know you know what it is. Oh, have you ever spun a dreidel before? Yeah, Fuck you. We've pl- we played two minutes ago. What? You won't, we played the I know I was being facetious because you asked if I had ever had a fucking well, latka. Like whose tongue is in whose cheek now? Listen, I am sick and tired of listening and living with you because we are two 80-year-old gay Jewish men who live together and it is not working I'm out. I'm not sure why you had to specify that we're gay. I don't I'm think that's a qualifier I'm for also it. not sure why we have slipped into Triumph the Insult comic <laughs> dog again. <laughs> we keep going back. <laughs> it's, it's the universal <laughs> accent. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, and then they pan up the hill to uh, Dinklage and Arquette again, who are on another blanket, another blanket with horses, horse blanket. Horse yeah, blanket they brought their best horse blanket for the wedding. Um, and so then, uh, the, and again, you, yet again, I think I said, why are they in this movie? Yes, yeah, no point. They're always just there. They're just there, and so Which makes that, me think they probably had a legit storyline. Right, it goes really fast here. Yes. After this, so because now now they have the baby. Like, like next scene, and then you said it perfectly. It's like, oh, here's a great place for the movie to end. Yes. and then the next scene, the baby has already been had. Yes, and it's a dwarf. Yep, and you know that because Matthew McConaughey looks like he's been he hasn't slept in three days. He punches a hole through the wall literally. at the hospital. Yeah, and he he's like surprised. This is this is why I mentioned what I mentioned before that this is like a major factor of the movie because he's surprised <laughs> that his like he's like. Well, Kate Beckinsale says something it's just like he didn't like when it actually happened. He didn't handle it well. Like he like literally a... had months to prepare. Right. He knew this. He knew there was a more likely chance of this happening than not. They have a little person doctor. Kate Beckinsale says something along the lines of, "I read all um, your. Books. I read all the books. So how did he not know? It very much seems like he is surprised. And I think that like here's the thing. I think he did know. I think it was just one of those things that like when it actually happened, he just couldn't handle it. Maybe but... sure. But it did not it did not come across that way. No, it, it was just like oh shit, bad, like, bad editing, bad how, how did, directing. Uh, look, I I can't believe we had a dwarf baby. It's like right. yes, you can't you you can't you should be and like, all, you should be able to believe that because that's literally the the last sixty minutes of this movie was. I gotta say the baby was so fake too. It was so very clearly a doll baby through the rest of the movie, except well, for like close up shots of yeah, a baby, which was a very cute baby in real life. Uh, sure. Um, so now they're fighting. They're fighting a ton and. Uh, like, there's only, like, two quick scenes of Matthew McConaughey being upset. One was in the hospital and one was in their apartment. And then he's like, I think it would be best if I if I left. Yeah. He was basically saying we need to separate, get a divorce. Kind right. Of if, he was like, I think it would be better if I were someplace else. And, yeah. of course, what he means by being someplace else is Kate Beckinsale goes out to a cabin and lives with his brother. Right. Because he's like, I have nowhere to go. <laughs> oh, mind you. But one thing we forgot. Okay. At the end of the wedding, mm-hmm. Beckinsale runs up to Oldman, who's by his yes, motorcycle. Yes, right. Oh, my God. And she just goes, hey, like, thank you for everything. He's like, oh, I didn't do anything. She's like, no, like, you did more than you think. Why not yeah. one of those things? And then she just kisses him on the lips. Like, like not straight like up sexy, on the lips. Like, just, it was a peck, but it was definitely on the lips. It was more than a peck. It was, it was a, a little longer. It was a delayed peck. If a family Elongated, if family say. members kissed like this, it would be very weird. Correct. And then, and I say this to say, it happens again when she shows up to his log cabin and she's like, oh, thanks for letting me stay here. 
and we got uh and of course when he shows up to this log cabin that apparently he had the whole movie no 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 he only got it recently they they kind of in, okay. in, in a very tiptoes way they like dedicated <laughs> one line to it they were like oh yeah now i'm syndicated in three newspapers because he's a writer and right. i'd forgotten about that i like that tiptoes so is an adjective it. now yeah yeah um but yeah so yeah she kisses him on the lips and then um peter dinklage and Patricia Arquette are there in a... The thing about the kiss, I just want to bring up the kiss one more time, because the thing is, like, in our eyes, in our view, it's, like, weird. Like, you don't kiss, like, I would never kiss Gene on the lips like that. You wouldn't? I kind of insist on it, although that's kind of, like, something that I like. Maybe after I tell your mom that she's pregnant, I'll I'll seal the deal. I have my voyeur perv throne in the corner of the room, and I prefer that you do that when I'm on my... Is that what VPT stands for? Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, I should have, um... Probably asked you about that. Well, uh, you thought it was some sort of internet thing. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'll hook up the VPT. And I'm like, you want to hook it up? Yeah, like, the vector personality trait. Right. Chair. Or just like, you know, virtual private uh, tether network or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Uh, but it's not. It's my uh, it's my voyeuristic pervert throne. My point being. Okay. The <laughs> My point being, the move, in the eyes of the movie, this is not weird or romantic. It's just like a, just like a, I might, it's like, may as well be a high five. But. No, I think it is supposed to be romantic because they're setting her up to like to like be in love with him. I don't know. I mean, yes, I agree. They are. Remember her up, the ending of the movie? <laughs> Spoilies. Um, oh my god! But, that, but that's what we, we'll we'll get to the ending at the end. But uh, okay, I'll come back to this. <laughs> okay. Anyway, sure. Um, so. Uh, Peter Dinklage and Patricia Arquette get into a fight. They're like, mm-hmm. everything's kind of strained between them. Um, she gets pissed and, like, runs into the cabin. And this is where uh, there's a good moment here where she reverse slams the door. I laughed for 10 seconds. So she runs. It's like a pull-open screen door. Yeah. She runs to the door, opens the door, slams it in front of her, and then opens it and walks through it. Yeah, it looked like she just <laughs> didn't know how to open a door. Yeah. And Chris was probably right where I was just like, no, she just wanted to make a scene and slam it. But it's like, it just looked like she didn't know how to use a door. Right. And they were like, that's the best take we got. Put it in the movie. Wow, guys. Our first one and done of the entire film. <laughs> no more. Patricia, you're going to win an downhill Oscar from someday. Here. And she did. Did she win an Oscar? Yeah, for a boyhood. Oh, shit. Yeah. Right? Is that what it's called? Boy? Yes, boyhood. boyhood. Yeah. Brotherhood. Yeah. Boymanship. Yeah. Um... So I know that? then we have our classic Gary Oldman baby caper scene of the movie. Yes, I, I believe I was actually peeing at this point. You narrated it. Yes, uh, Gary Oldman sneaks into uh, Kate Beckinsale's room. Because they, they left, by the way. Uh, the Dinklage two, in, yes. And that's the last that. we see of them, right? Yep. Um, and then again, she, they could have not been in this movie and it wouldn't have changed a thing. No, exactly. And she scoops up the baby and heads on out. She being he. Dinklage. He being he, she. Dinklage takes the baby. Dinklage? What? Gary Oldman takes the baby. That's what I meant. <laughs> Peter Dinklage comes uh, back uh, and steals the baby. the baby. And then that's why they were in the movie. <laughs> right. Um, no, Gary Oldman sneaks into Kate Beckinsale's room and scoops up the baby and leaves. And Kate Beckinsale gets up and is like, where's my baby? And, and <laughs> comes out and Gary Oldman's like, I'm taking care of it. And she's like, I. Right. Yeah. And that's basically it. She's like, I could take him back. She's, he's like, I don't know much about babies, but I do think he's okay. Right now, his only like tender, normal uh, side woman. that we've ever seen in the whole movie. Everything mm-hmm. else has been grumpiness and like being pissed off about something. And just judgmental. He's very right. judgy. Yeah. So then the next day, uh, McConaughey rolls up to the mm-hmm. house. To Maddie the Boy. Maddie Boy comes back. Maddie Max. Uh, and his abs. 
uh, yes. roll in. Yes. And he's like, I want to see Vincent. That's just the baby. Yes. And then he's, and then he's like begging her, like, like I think we should be together. Right. So right? this whole scene makes no one's motivation makes any sense. Right. Because Matt McConaughey is the one who said you should leave. Matt Mac. Mad Mac. Matt a, Mac. Mac Matt. Matt Matt Mac. Matt Matt says you should leave, and then he he's the one who comes back. He's like, uh, um, come back. And like you told her to leave. Why yeah. why are you changing all of a sudden? Now you said that. What that you told her to leave. You called that out, but in the context of the film, like it was totally normal. Right. Yeah. Of course. Right. It was just very weird. And like so, then Kate Beckinsale's like, I think I should stay here. It's better this way. You can come visit your son like what why are you living with your brother nothing makes any sense yep and then uh, honestly none of this dialogue is important no uh but matthew mcconaughey leaves right and then as he's like walking up to the car like the two of them uh two of them being back in sale and old men just kind of yep. watch him walk up to the car and then they just hold hands yes and then there's uh the next scene which is oldman takes goes into kate beckinsale's room and says come on outside yeah. and they watch the stars yeah and he like makes her little fire and little fire pit thing they look at the stars and then kate beckinsale turns to gary oldman and says you know you can kiss me if you want and, and then, then he does and it's yep and then credits it fades to black and that's the end yeah now here's why i brought up the kissing before <laughs> okay. why i, I, was, I was saying it's different well from now high. yeah because now it's like you can kiss me if you want. It's like, but you've kissed twice, so yes. that says to me that those first two really didn't mean anything. I guess so. It was still weird, though. I, I know what you're thinking, and and you're probably right to a degree. You were the one who had the problem with the kiss lip town. Yeah, no, but because I think of it, it's like it it could it should have been a hug mm-hmm. in those two situations. You or on the cheek. Two. Yeah, anything but a smooch on the smooch on the smackers. Smooch on the smackers. Yeah. On the schnoz would have been less weird. Would have been. And then, Smooch on the schnoz? And then it faded to black, and I I, I think I said credits? credits? And then credits and then started, credits and it was like, holy shit, that's the end of it. Yep. It ended in the middle of a scene with no resolution for anybody. Right, so let's, let's just kind of... I will say, uh, spoilers for Alita Battle Angel. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> skipped ahead like 30 seconds, but um, I saw it yesterday. It came out like this weekend. Is that the one with the girl with the weird eyes? Yes. Oh, okay. It ends in the middle of a fucking scene. Really? Like, there's no climax. She, she, like, there's, like, a big bad guy that they talk about the whole movie, and she goes through this, like, like, fucking rollerball type thing and, like, points her sword towards to where the bad guy is, and he takes off his glasses, and then it ends. And, like, that was the, that was in the middle of, that was a half of a movie. Are they, are they, do they do it to, like, plan for a sequel? Clearly. Oh. Anyways. Are people pissed about it? I would be. I was. That was so stupid. That's really stupid. Um... I don't want to see half a movie, but this is this was also like half a movie. Well, it, it like stopped. It it, it was. It's not that it was. Half it felt like there was so much more in the in the movie that they just cut out. It's, like, yeah, this it's is like the or end. it should have been a short film, <laughs> and like you cut out all that other right. extra shit. And don't try to force like, like I could see this being an interesting story if it was like, um, you just take the parts where it's like mcconaughey and the girl okay cool he's hiding a secret oh mcconaughey's uh, the girl and oldman meet oh okay right and then he he like he doesn't just become an asshole like he needs to transition into being an asshole like all this like they were happily married and all of a sudden they they weren't yes it's the storytelling was so weird okay well we're towards the end here steve give me your final thoughts on the tiptoes and give me a rating out of 100 i hated this movie I, I really didn't like it. I would watch The Fault in Our Stars again before I watched mm. this. 
Holy shit. Yeah. Um, this was, it was just so, like, nothing had a point. Nothing had a point. We could have, you honestly probably could have cut 50 minutes out of this movie and it would have told the same story and probably have been better. The, the movie got a little famous for its trailer because the trailer show, like, makes it into a madcap wacky comedy. Yeah. It's not like that. Yeah, it's definitely not at all. And I kind of expected it to be a little more offensive or, yeah. like, fucking crazy or batshit. I will say I'm glad it wasn't. Me but... too, I guess, for my own sanity. Yeah, but it just, it just wasn't a good movie. I will say this. The acting was decent. Sure, not really. But I it, mean, Kate ter- Beckinsale was good. Yeah. Carrie Oldman didn't do any. Like, he, I think he kind of sucked. Um, he, but Dinklage that might have been good. because of the yes, Dinklage was good, but his character had no purpose. McConaughey was fine, I guess. I Dinklage know. and Beckinsale probably came out the best. Yeah, but and I just I don't understand the point of the movie. Like, no, there was no. Like if I were to summarize the story in a couple of sentences, mm-hmm. it's a guy gets a girl pregnant. He's part of a family of dwarves, and they don't end up together. Yeah. She ends up with his brother, brother, who's a dwarf. Yep, that, that's it. But like, like it's it's nobody yeah. changed. I right? wish it was. I kind of wish it was more uh, in one direction, either better or worse. I agree. Yeah, it's just nothing. Nobody changed. Right. Right. I mean, arguably, and, she did a little bit because she became a mom and she's wearing. And she's. Like, I'm taking what Dinklage says with this grain of salt, but I I would like to see the original cut. Of yes, this. which we will never get to. No, do. no one will. Sadly, um, but yeah, deprived. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, 15 out of 100 Brave Little Toasters. Yeah, 12 out of 100 Brave Little Toasters for me. Yeah, not good. All right, well, that's the end of that, I guess. I guess. <laughs> um, I, I just want to say one last thing. Yeah, this movie brought me to my knees. <sighs> okay, that's, so uh, still very funny. <laughs> Hey, if you've got anything you want to send up our tubes, find us on Twitter and Instagram at ReviewUniversePC. Email us at the ReviewUniversePodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, the ReviewUniverse Podcast. Call us at our phone number, 805-REVUPOD or ReviewPod. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify and also Stitcher. I mean, that would be a good one. Just rate us and re- rate and review us anywhere so we can get some more listeners up on this piece. You That's know? right. Uh, art was done by Sterling Martin. And uh, let me check next week's tube oh that's this is always a fun part you keep changing the things over here but um i did it again you did it again yeah you remember the the 1993 sitcom dinosaurs with the uh the puppets yes it's uh it's a reenactment of that oh and, but and just... weirdly and weirdly so it's a reenactment of dinosaurs mm-hmm. but you also put a banner that said oops i did it again up there yeah. and made all of them in, into britney spears it, they're britney spearsaurus okay yeah a little weird well, you know, we have a lot of time to kill. It's true. You're, you're, they're, you're, they're just getting weirder and weirder, all these dioramas. I mean, hey, everybody's got a hobby. All right, so we have a uh, <laughs> we have a uh, limerick for next week. Oh, okay. You opened the calendar and thought it was funny. You didn't regret spending your hard-earned money. Well, deal with this. An episode of Bliss. L- let's patrol those paws, my sweet little honeys. Oh, my god goodness what do you think that means i have no idea well i guess we'll find out next week i guess we will won't we i think i hope so what what who cares about you i nobody all right all right all right
I'm trying to hit the stop button. <laughs> singing you the tetris song um can you sing me a tetris song t to the e though t to the rizzo tetris t to the rizzo yeah tetris um what's the how does the actual theme of tetris go do you remember i have the exact same birthday as tetris bolshevik